0: Hello, everyone, welcome back to Just One More Opinion. My name is Charlie, and in a week's time, WandaVision will be premiering on Disney Plus. Its first two episodes. So, I decided to do a quick, very quick episode of my own and share some thoughts and theories I have regarding this first MCU Phase 4 project. So, Let's begin. All right, all right, all right. WandaVision will be the first MCU project we have had in 18 months of non-MCU stuff. The last we've seen of the franchise was in Spider-Man Far From Home back in the summer of 2019, which feels like... Ages ago now. (laughs) Finally, we have something to talk about as the first two out of nine episodes of WandaVision will be streaming on Disney Plus on the 15th of January. I'm really excited for that. And this show will further explore the psychology and the powers of Wanda as she fully evolves into the Scarlet Witch, as well as explore or develop the story of our favorite android Avenger, Vision, as both of them live their perfect life as a married couple in a suburban town where everything feels just too good to be true. The series will work as a fantastic sitcom journey through the decades, as apparently each episode will pay a tribute to some of the greatest TV shows of each time period. Uh, So we'll have many different wonders and visions as they adapt to the reality-changing sitcom situation that will keep on happening until the end of the season. To some people, the premise and the setting for the show might feel just a bit too weird, a bit too out there, Um, unlike anything they've seen in the MCU. And that is really what I love about this project. Marvel is stepping out of their comfort zone and taking risks as they dive deep into the reality-warping abilities that are key to the character of Wanda Maximoff. This whole shenanigan around um, the channel-hopping Um, event is the product of Wanda's chaos magic, and by delving deep into that, we might get some very interesting and exciting developments happening after this show. So let's start with theories, and let me me say two things. First, some of these might actually end up being right, so beware of spoilers if some of this... Uh, happens to be true, and secondly these are not my personal theories. It would be wrong of me to own these following ideas, because a lot of people, lots of fans, uh, speculate about the MCU's upcoming phase, most times even before we get confirmation about a movie or a show, and that's what's so awesome about the franchise. It, It engages fans from all over the world into this deep, thinking zone um, and like where we try to p- put pieces together and predict the next um, move and fantasize about actors eventually playing characters that will soon join the MCU as we as we wild wildly fan cast every single missing hero and villain and for one division some of these theories are pretty obvious and known, and others are less so. So, let's begin with the former. For any Marvel comic fan, this is known, but some years ago, there was this big event called House of M, where the all-powerful Scarlet Witch proclaimed three unforgettable words, no more mutants, and thus changed, temporarily, the landscape of that universe, created a massive impact on the following years of the comics, and ever since then, we have been dying to see some so- some form of it transpire in the MCU. Now, <laughs> there's a chance, but it's the reverse of that, really. Right now, there are no mutants, per se, in the MCU. The real reason for that goes back to Fox's acquisition of the X-Men characters and and, and Marvel and obviously uh, Fantastic Four and others and Marvel Studios desperately wanting them back and getting them just a few years ago. The contract has been written and Marvel now has a chance to, b- to bring mutants and all the other characters into this 13-year-old, awesome franchise. But these things take time. They have to write an explanation for not having mutants for this long. Where they have been and why did they ever exist? You know, things like that. The way I prefer to think about it is that it had something to do with the Infinity Stones and that all four snaps that happened between Infinity War and Endgame allowed the cosmic energy to re-enable the mutant gene in some people, but it still needed the proper final spark for it to physically manifest. That spark is Wanda. She is connected to the Mind Stone in Avengers Age of Ultron, it's hinted that the Mind Stone gave powers to Wanda Maximoff and her brother Pietro, but now the prevailing theory is that it just reignited what was already there, a mutant gene. And, okay, I didn't, okay, I didn't particularly want to go into Eternals theories right now, because this is a WandaVision episode, but I believe that movie will also play a part in the creation and consequent suppression of the mutant gene and the mutants. I believe that, and this is my theory, this might lean more into original thinking now, um, but I believe that the Eternals movie will explain why there was no mutants around since the first Iron Man movie, why there was no reference to them at all for 23 movies, and I think that their disappearance, if we if we conf, uh, agree that there were mutants, but now they're not, quote-unquote, they're not, I think that their disappearance was an active choice. And I think that the movie, the, the Eternals movie, will be so very important and tackle and tackles such an important theme because I think it will deal with humankind's Tendency to hate and discriminate the people who look and are different. Um, and I think that the eternals will use the power of the stones at some point in the past at some point in time in the past, hopefully not many centuries ago, to hide the mutants, hide their genes, and make everyone forget about their existence. It would be a great way to tie everything together, A great storyline for the mysterious Eternals movie, and it would also explain why it was one of the first, why it is one of the first MCU Phase 4 projects. Everyone keeps talking about how Black Widow is now after WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier, when before it was the very first uh, Phase 4 uh, project. But I think that having the Eternals movie now being after WandaVision is really the most interesting development because I would bet that the two projects are connected. And just to cap off this section, like I said, I think that the themes and the story of the the Eternals film will tackle really important um, ideas and situations that we have seen happening around the world, even last year, even this year. And it's We're only in, on, on the 8th of January, and... Yeah, I think it's going to be a very important movie. I'm really excited for that. Anyway, I am almost sure that the Infinity Stones are linked to mutants, and after Thanos, Hulk and Tony snapped their fingers while on Earth, the amount of cosmic energy might have had a significant impact on the chemistry of some some of Earth's inhabitants and now Wanda will be playing will be playing a key part in that event. She'll be developing the consequences of the snaps and she will bring mutants into the MCU. But why will Wanda dive into this fantasy TV sitcom world of madness? What leads her to it? enables her to do that well i think the show will start with wanda back in scotland in that hotel room where she envisioned um at one last time together uh, in infinity war and she'll start to reminisce she'll start to feel um deeply sad and um in grief because remember for her It hasn't been five years since Infinity War, since Thanos snapped his fingers, since Vision died. No, it has been just a few weeks or a month tops uh, because she, she was snapped as well. The loss of our loved one is still very fresh and she is so very vulnerable right now that she could fall victim to an evil entity. Somebody that broke free after the infinity stones snaps as well and that entity could be the devil himself mephisto who maybe makes a, a hidden deal with wanda to get vision back at the cost of the let's say mind stone or at the cost of them being trapped in the reality so huh what wait what Say that again, Charlie boy? Well, in one... First of all, let me just try and explain why I think this is going to be like the first or or second scene. In one of the WandaVision trailers, we see the Mind Stone either disintegrating or integrating in front of a confused Wanda, and I believe that scene looks like it's set in that hotel room. Hence why I said it, it... She's gonna go back, and I believe that that with her powers, she is putting it back back together from atoms, not disintegrating it or just, or if it's a memory, because remember Thanos didn't actually destroy the stones at the start of Endgame. He only reduced them to atoms. They are still very much around. And because the Mindstone is intrinsically connected to, to Wanda and Vision, it most likely needs to return for him to return as well. Of course, the deal she makes with Mephisto, I'm just theorizing, of course, or whatever happens really doesn't fully bring the android back, but actually sends both him and Wanda into this different universe inside a TV set where the heroes have their abilities, but they seem unaware of the reality they're living in. In the beginning, in the, in the beginning at least, as the show, um, and I think the show will obviously be about them figuring, figuring out what is going on, who is doing this to Wanda and why, and, and in those last few uh, episodes, then we would learn it was Mephisto. It would have been a mystery until then. Vision and the Scarlet Witch have to fight their way out of the fantasy world, back into the real one, and hooray, hooray, Vision gets back too. Hooray, hooray. But so do their new children. What? Wiccan and Speed? Both born inside of this weird dream state of a world and now just running around in the real one, which concerns both Wanda and Vision, who thought the events that they just endured had no impact on the outside. And so, enter Doctor Strange. Wanda, what have you done? And seen, and the end. I am pretty sure WandaVision will end with Doctor Strange making a cam- cameo and setting up Doctor Strange 2. And I also think that the post-credit scene in Eternals will be another setup for the multiverse of madness. And it's also quite fun <laughs> to think about having Wanda, a very young woman, having two children in the in the real uh, side of the MCU. That would be just another stressful layer for her, like no doubt. <laughs> and she's already under so much stress, uh, and she has a huge weight on her shoulders as. As she is this powerful being who has, has lost her brother vision uh, in, in infinity where they lost everything, including herself, because she got snapped away. and now she, she she comes back to the real world, kind of relaxed, but with these two kids who were born inside this weird. TV set, universe... And who might actually be... Children of Mephisto. Mm, not actually children of Vision. That's another cool thing about the introduction of both uh, characters. That may also be a part... No, they will definitely be a part of the Young Avengers team... When that when that uh, starts. Maybe in a couple... Three, four years. And the other thing I, I think... Um, about with this show, is that it will be such a wild, fun ride and also really quite good for Wanda, because even though it's all fake, she will experience happiness and peace of mind for a time and she really needs both. Like I said, she has lived through such tense, horrifying uh, moments in her life. She's so young and she has endured so much. But of course, it's her reality-warping abilities that will determine how far she goes with the illusions and how much chaos she creates for the rest of the Marvel Universe. And I'm excited to learn more about that. So just to finish, let me just do a quick run down the character list. I wanted to specifically discuss Catherine Ham 's character, Agnes, who many have speculated to be Agatha Harkness. Agnes? Agatha Harkness? You know? A sort of witch in the comics who can't, who maybe she can be keeping an eye on Wanda and reporting back to Mephisto. Maybe that's her main role, if that theory pans out. And she might be fully controlled by the demonic villain or not. We'll see. But one of the trailers did hint at this duplicity. Um, inside the character of Agnes, so we're gonna have to wait to find out more about that. Also, oh yeah, also um, something I forgot to to say earlier: if Mephisto is the entity behind all this, you know, the puppeteer, then the deal he may be made with Wanda is somewhat akin to the deal the, to the deal he made with um, Peter Parker in the comics in the One More Day storyline where he. Ask, where Peter asked for his Aunt May back, but Mephisto took MJ from him. You know, that's sort of... Um, I think it's called the monkey paw mechanism, like you get something in return for something else. Um, and I believe that they could have kind of retconned that event into this, which, which is a nice little nod to the comics and a great way to introduce the character of Mephisto too. Uh, also, other characters that will show up are Darcy Lewis from the Thor franchise, Jamie Wu from Ant-Man and the Wasp, and Monica Rambeau from Captain Marvel, now all grown up and played by Tayona Paris. We will also see the official introduction of S.W.O.R.D., which is basically S.H.I.E.L.D., but more space-related, and that's pretty cool. But apart from that, there's not a whole lot more revealed, There were some rumors that maybe Quicksilver would be making a return in some capacity, but nothing confirmed as of yet. Well, it will play with illusions and and such, so I wouldn't be surprised if he did make an appearance or two. And like I said in the beginning, there's nine episodes in the season, so I'm wondering if they'll be 25-30 minutes each, like in a sitcom, Or if they're going to be a bit longer, like scratching the 45-minute mark. I'm always in need of more from the MCU, but I guess 9 30-minute episodes, uh, it's great too. To sum up, I am extremely excited for WandaVision. When they announced it years ago, I was a bit skeptical, because there would be a bit of a... Vision Resurrection, and that card has been played multiple times in the franchise, but exploring Wanda's chaos magic, her reality-warping powers, and perhaps the possibility of the first mutant mention and or appearance, it just makes me so giddy, so eager for this show. I will devour it completely. And by the end of the season, I shall come back and share my review with you all, which will most likely be positive, because Kevin Feige and Marvel Studios rarely make mistakes. And that is it, guys. One more week until WandaVision. I cannot wait. Send me a message on Twitter or Instagram about your thoughts on this show and the rest of Phase 4. I would love to hear one more opinion on this. The links to my social media accounts are on the podcast description as well as my email. Feel free to send me an electronic letter as well if you'd prefer. And that is all for today. This has been just one more opinion. I have been Charlie and you have been... Marvelous. Goodbye and take care.